Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live from Arnold's Drive-In and Milwaukee Fried Chicken Stand, You Wanted to See It brings you one of the most exciting events it's ever been our privilege to bring. Okay, kids, Arnold's is proud to present Kenosha, Wisconsin's own... TC and Jake. Hey, Jake, so good to see you. You too. It's been a minute, I guess, right? Yeah. Been remote. Uh, it's been since the first Dabate. Yeah, yeah. I know because uh, for medical reasons, I had to establish all the times I had contact with you. I contact traced you. And that, that was... Uh, did you do contact tracing? I don't really know what that is. Did anyone from the government call you and say, who have you come into contact with? No. Uh, someone did contact my wife, and that was pretty much just a, how are you feeling? Okay. Right? Does that sound right? Oh, well, whatever. Doesn't matter. But yeah, no, no one ever hit me up about anything ever. That's good. Now, I don't know if that was a difference in the county because her test wasn't Tarrant. Mine was at um, Meet Doctor. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's probably technically Louisville, like up North 35. I also got tested in Louisville, but I don't think it was a Meet Doctor. Look. There was just one place in the Metroplex that was willing to do it at 11 p.m. When I called you crying. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to get that. I'm not going to say. Me, doctor. The place that I went. Look, I already said it. They were extremely professional. It's a chain of of places. But in some parts of the town, they don't call it my doctor. (laughs) That's true. Right? I live live by a me, doctora. Right. So uh, it was billed as drive-through testing. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me, mm-hmm. and that sounded cool. Yeah, you drive up, you get out of your car, you come in here. It's drive-through testing. Yeah, you drive through the parking lot, you get out, and you go in. Exactly. And so I don't know, <laughs> like, you could make a case that that there's something to do with the confidence and the medical care that you're receiving based on what's around it, possibly. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I first pulled up, and it was like sandwiched between two check-cashing places, I thought... And as I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, there's no drive-through here. Yeah, they. Uh, so they, I don't know if I'm they, in the right place or not. But they, they don't. Took they don't have a check cashing, check cashing place next to uh, Harvard Medical School. I've <laughs> noticed that. No, probably not. Just uh, drove by once. It's an Amazon in-person store because they disrupted. That's right. They disrupted. Yeah. Hey, since we're on camera, uh-huh. uh huh. I brought you something. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you don't I have to do it. Want to ride the ride? <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like really worried about uh Oh yeah, let it up in there. <laughs> I'm always worried about uh stabbing myself let with the glass for the some way reason. Up in there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready to pod. Oh god, that's <sighs> good. Pod oh, incoming. I'm alive. Pod incoming. Yeah, so uh, as some of you can tell from uh, watching us, but I would figure most people will uh, be listening to the audio one and then learn through there that there is a video one. Um, Yeah, we want to try this. Uh, I think that the... So all of you non-Patreon people, which is the majority of the audience, um, you know, just uh, do something else for a second. To the Patreon people, uh, we're very sorry. Uh, You know, we just... We've missed several episodes because of the the whole deal. And people... uh, I guess you're right. That is not several. It's just two. It's a couple. It's a couple. Um, and uh, so just as, a, as an olive branch for that, we'd like to make the first uh, several of these free. But then I, th- I think at some point 
we would like to to charge money um probably for like fresh ones i think old ones we'll just like throw up on youtube sure um so you know i don't know uh you may have read the government is no longer uh, supplying as generous of unemployment insurance. <laughs> and, <laughs> read uh, nothing into that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just uh, just seeing what I can do. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think people know I've been getting into video. It's not jet ski season anymore. <laughs> it's not. That's right. I got to edit thing. something. Yeah. Uh, now, you could probably, I don't know, ATVs? You could probably become ATV guy. I mean, uh, thank you for setting it up. I do want to promote my video with Brick where we ride ATVs. That's on my YouTube channel. That's Uh, how you end up having to donate your hockey gear. YouTube.com slash TCFleming1310. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited about doing this. I think it's cool. Uh, I'm very nervous about uh, people... Like, I'm just exposing to a lot of people the degree to which I'm uncomfortable with making eye contact, and I feel like it's going to become a major thing. You know, people are going to walk up to me like, oh, it's the no eye contact guy. I, 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 uh, I've got a complex around it. But uh, I don't think there's an expectation that when you're doing a podcast or anything that you make eye contact. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, shit, people, half the time we're not in the same room. Some people are like that, but some people are like, you know... Uh, it's that and the, the not firm handshake and you're just fucking out. Um, but yeah, I, I was listening. I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Uh, I've been listening to the Dax Shepard podcast a good bit. I think this was actually when Dax was on Jason Bateman's podcast, but they were, yeah, it was cause Will Arnett was there. Uh, but they were talking about how, uh, Dax and Will Arnett, uh, did a, a movie, uh, that, uh, also starred Don Johnson. And uh, the Don Johnson like shows up and uh, Arnett was just like, you know, freaked out. Like, you know, it's his childhood guy. He's really exciting. Uh, And Dax is kind of like, yeah, the Miami Vice guy. Like, I guess I saw that. Uh, Cool to meet him. Whatever. And uh, Don really reacted to that in a way where like he really wanted to be friends with Dax. So it was kind of like, Will, will you leave me alone for like two seconds? And so he wanted to give Dax his his secret to... uh, to how he uh, got America to fall in love with him on Miami Vice. He's like, you want to know how to do it? And Dak's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> He's like, once an episode, just real quick, I buzz the lens. <laughs> <laughs> just look straight down the barrel. And uh, <laughs> just thinking about Don Johnson like leaning into someone and being like, you want to know, balance? uh just buzz that lens it's uh it's it's like i will just go into laughing fits by myself uh just thinking about the phrase buzz the lens so that's that's uh reverberating in my head people are gonna see too like if they want to watch and now we're really narrow casting just what goes on in my in my neighborhood i guess none of the trump signs are out there's one in particular at the end of the street that Mm -hmm. we will leave that out Um, okay yeah i'm kind of surprised too because the uh reason reason i say that is <clears throat> there was a lady canvassing for the Republican Party. And um, I can't recall how Kristen said she knew. Maybe she went to one of the houses that had a sign that's not in view and then clearly skipped ours as she was looking down. Uh, you probably don't have a voting record at this address. I mean, I, I think it follows you from address to address, but she can see your voting record. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. And I voted in the primary here. Okay, yeah. That was not well, then, that long then ago. she knows it's a D primary. Like that's the you know they don't know who you voted for, but they can tell if you voted in a D or an R so you're, primary. What you're so registered she's trying, as. And at this point, I would think that you're attempting to uh, GOTV, not uh, to persuade. So she's probably just looking for people who voted in the Republican primary. What did you, you just know, say? 
uh, get out the vote, dude. Okay, this is uh, this is insider. Did you not know you were talking to an operative? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you do any oppo research? I might have done a little op- little oppo, a little compromat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Yeah, from the last time around, compromat. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Speaking of that, we were really laughing this week, and we're gonna probably have to do like a slightly more toned down version than what the the boys chat. <laughs> I refuse. I know only one speed. So I don't think we need to rewatch it, or maybe I'll rewatch it over here and I'll just narrate it for everybody. This is the funniest uh, thing I've seen this week. On the video, I can probably, I don't want to make any promises, but I bet I can figure out a way to uh, get it in there. Okay. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. If you open up a QuickTime, we'll do this on the fly, no big deal, and say new movie recording. That's it's how you get movie. it. That's how you get it to get do it, the. Throw it back to me. The screen record. Yeah, yeah. So we can use our webcams in this if if necessary. You can cut all this out. Well, probably I'm not, not now because no, you got no. this whole deal. File new movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. File new movie. And we it just shows your are... fat little face. No, it doesn't show my fat little face, oh. asshole. Dude, you know you're so smelt right now. Uh, You're looking COVID fit. How do I? How do I? Uh, how do I turn? <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Uh, mine was a lot easier. It just uh, immediately came on. Uh, I don't know what you. <laughs> All right, we'll figure this out. I may have later. it disabled. Uh, yeah, you didn't give it access to the camera. I can. That was part. That was a porn thing. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, so I'll, I'll figure it out. Later. This woman. I know how to do it. I think this was this was originally on TikTok and then ended up on uh on twitter and it has well, it's not that much 600 retweets and someone tweeted and said this broke me this am cry face heart and it is a woman and i will say just right off the rip she looks very annoying <laughs> um that might partly be all the books behind her you know i don't know Dude, there's just something of people who can read something around the setup of this room don't tell me that's not an annoying room. oh i'm literate yeah <laughs> you fucking asshole so she's got uh She's got a series of, of note cards. I don't know when this format became popular. I think I've seen it in other places, right? Like uh, a lot of times you'll see it about like, um, like when someone gets engaged. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of telling the story with flip cards. So I'm going to start this here. There's really no audio to it. Not so. a fan of the format, but no. I, don't think, I also don't think it's for me. So that's okay. There's a lot of things out there that are not for me. It starts with the first card... Um, already held up and it says my 55 year old conservative dad card flip has never voted democrat in his life underlined boy i didn't note that he was 55 yeah okay i think that's a huge part of this yeah that's rough uh and now i have to look up this word here uh it says he's dying of a plastic anemia uh develops as a result of bone marrow damage damage may be present at birth or occur after exposure to radiation chemo sounds terrible so he's never 55, never voted Democrat in his life. I mean, geez, what a pig. He's dying of a plastic anemia. Uh, now she looks at that one and all oh, sad face. Uh, we've had some ellipses, intense exchanges. And now she kind of looks over to the side, beaten, um, about him voting for Trump this year. Ooh, bad man. Which has been painful since we'll almost certainly lose him in the next few weeks, months. At this point, tears are welling up in her eyes, and it's uh, the thought of it. Yeah, I don't want to lose my parents. No. So uh, He has six daughters who love him dearly. Now she's pretty much crying. Yesterday, he was so excited to tell me he just voted for 
Biden Harris 2020. Hell everybody. yeah, gotta put the Harris in there because it matters. This is now in quotes. It matters to my girls, and my girls matter to me. Yeah, so I'll reprise what I said in the text, which is that I think this Hold is on. beautiful. Vote for the guy who respects women. If my very Republican dad can, so can you. Yeah, had look to, at that. Had to, to, to turn into a, a call to action. She's moving to the call to action. Right. <laughs> right. Classic, classic GOTV yeah, script right promo there. Promo code or something. Yeah. Um, it's just disgusting. The most disgusting thing I've seen uh, regarding the, po- the the politics in a long time. I mean, where do we even begin? Listen, I don't know what kind of a dude he was. We're going to make a lot of assumptions here, right? Yeah. You have you still have conversations with him, so you still have some level of relationship with the guy. It's not like you called him out of the blue 30 years after he abandoned you. You said you I, I still talk politics. I don't think every Republican hits their kids. No. No. <laughs> no, I don't think... Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, yeah, it's so frustrating. So let's let's just start here. Uh-huh. I'm 55 and I have a terminal illness that Rough I have. Hand. I was hoping for more than 55. We're a month out from the election when she posts this video, and you know that I only have a couple months left total. So I'm probably not even gonna see the Rose Garden, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm probably never gonna see this candidate standing there. Um and we still have enough of a relationship where we talk politics. It's not like I'm a deadbeat dad. We talk. And you're, you have finite time left. I mean, the clock is, the ticking, the sand is, and you just want to badger me, badger me nonstop about politics and trying to convince me to vote for somebody that you want me to vote for. Like, you're a terrible daughter. That is the problem. You're yeah. a terrible, terrible daughter. <laughs> Just leave him alone, dude. Yeah. He's got like five minutes left to enjoy this worth. How about you talk to him about things that he's interested what in? What was your childhood like? <laughs> yeah. What was what were the most uh the most impactful moments of your life? You know, he's like, Oh, look, me and your mother wanted to sail the sail the world, but I guess now instead I'll just die, but I'll get to vote for the good guys. It's just everyone's brain is broken. Like you don't even, it's not even really worth it to talk to your parents who probably have like a couple decades left about this stuff, much less dude, just let the guy die in peace. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, th- I think about this, uh, every so often. I feel like I'm uh, rounding back into really dwelling on it for a while. Just like, I need another hobby. Like, yeah. I just, you know, all the time I spend reading about this shit, I just need to read about fucking chess or something. Like, I, it's it's just that, like... Gaelic I've, football. I have... Yeah, certainly. Uh, I've made these, like, blocks in my life where I'm where I'm using that time. You know, like, whenever I'm looking at my phone, like, I'm, I'm you know, going through to see what's been going on with the politics. <laughs> and, like, all the Twitter accounts I follow, like, the, a lot of times they talk about politics. And this is all a mistake. Like I, I don't matter in this shit. Like it's in, it's incredibly important. And if like uh, the decisions being made did hinge on my actions, then like I should devote all my time to it. But you in should fact, GOTF or V. No, <laughs> no one involved in any of the decision making processes give one fucking shit what I think about any of it, and they never will. So I do not need to spend my time like you know this is ultimate fucking you know like just uh writing letters to the girl that uh doesn't know who you are that's never going to you know I mean I'm 
I'm just Borat chasing after Pam Anderson, but it's not funny. It's just sad, Jake. And I get that, but then whenever... And this very well may be made up, right? This may be... Uh, yeah, I guess. I, really, honestly, for. that would be uh, <clears throat> that would be better. Yeah. I would like to know that, that the 55-year-old was spared having <laughs> that... Uh, but as you said, like, look, I disagree with every single thing that just about my entire life, uh, the Republican platform has stood for. But if that's what you believe, then just leave him alone. And now this guy, he didn't even say, I'm voting for Joe Biden because I was convinced that his policies would uh, create more prosperity for a greater number of people. He just caved because you beat him down so much. He said, I did it because you wanted me to. And now- Fine. Will you shut up? Just beautiful, please leave me alone. I'm dying. Beautiful work by him. You know, like that. That's a great sentiment. What does it say uh, about democracy, to my girls. Though, though. Uh, Yeah, that that the, the the idea that the the policies that win are just the people who are going to browbeat you more. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that the browbeaters don't even care if you're two months from being a corpse. Yeah. It's depressing. It's depressing on a million, and it's also depressing because, like we've talked about, and I understand, got to get the orange man, but. Like, to to give your last dying human decision to the least inspiring candidate. I know, dude. <laughs> like, it's not like you're ushering in a revolution here, bud. Like, that's that's the other thing. I've I've been I've been sitting at. I need to stop caring about this stuff because I can't get out of the cycle of being like, you remember late February, Tease? Yeah. No coronavirus. Fucking crush the Nevada primary for the rat fuck. It was right there all of it and i'm just you know this is not how i want to live just just wallowing in regret i watched the new sorkin movie and i was just like boy this is sad because all of the things that happened then they happen now but this hey, could all it fix it for me if uh stop if old if old bernard did well and i don't know it's just a pathetic thing to think it's not who i want to be i, I want to d- be out there skateboarding <coughs> i would have taken the nomination just for the two debates Mm, would have been good just for that alone and I, again I would have wanted him to walk up there with a briefcase mm, I mean <laughs> papers falling everywhere I, I don't know that he's better than Biden in the debates from an enter- entertainment standpoint you think he would have given us uh, he does not given you the come on man montage or the a, or a dog whistle the size of a foghorn Mac man, man, Mac um, hey you want to see something <laughs> yes so now that I mean, we have a visual. How many things do you have in your pocket? So I'm sleep mask guy now. Oh really? I mean, you ever done this? I I thought I'd mention this. I've been doing it for years. Okay, I, I thought it. I thought I you got had. one like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, do you rotate? You gonna show me something special? No, no. I just didn't know if you like if there's a. Now I'm in the game. The like, I feel like on... I bought the like kind of like with the bidet. I bought we got the easy one, and now I want to know what a few more bucks will do me. So. Uh, maybe a cooling feature. Mine, mine pretty much looks like that. I think the the cups on the eyes are like yours. Kind of more, in mine more like the eyes come out, but it's it's on the back. It more or less looks like the same thing. It's just the same thing of like uh, you're trying to not have it rest like fabric on your fucking eyeballs. Yeah, this doesn't really do that. Uh, yeah. So I'm saying yeah, yeah. it looks like they accomplished that. But my big thing is just I I do buy like the five dollar ones off Amazon and uh, they break down pretty fast. But then I just buy another because it's also five bucks. How often do you wake up with it on? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm at about a zero percent. Zero? It doesn't happen. I'm way above zero. Uh, It depends. It gets me to sleep. There's definitely times where, like, uh, because whenever you... 
uh, do it because I, I I wear it more for staying asleep. Like if I know that I'm going to try and sleep in till like 11 a.m. or something. Um, so then usually I will not put it on. I'll just have it next to me so that whenever I wake up, I'll know where it is. Because whenever you wake up and you knocked it off in the night, you're like searching through the whole fucking bed. And now you're pretty awake and you're kind of fucked. Yeah. So if I can just like reach over and slap it on and get three more hours because my brain thinks it's dark, that's the good stuff. Mine is so that um, she can watch whatever the seventh show this year that Reese Witherspoon has made. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting for the first time that uh, Megan went to sleep before or after I did, so not a not we, a major consideration. We got a direct. Flip I'm not waiting on that. for it. I'm pretty happy with. it. Yeah, yeah, we have a complete flip on. We that. call that TC time. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Hours of like uh, ten to ten to midnight. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Gilfoyle? I, I don't know what else to you talk got. about, Kimberly. We're Gilfoyle. going to a baseball game tonight. We are going to a baseball game tonight. I want to talk about uh, the the freedom that I hope that you're living with. You're the only free man in America. Yeah, I'm up there. It's uh, it's pretty weird, man. We went to we went out for our anniversary on Saturday. Went out to dinner, which was probably a waste because my wife couldn't taste any of the food. Um, so you probably dude that shit blows. I'm sure that he he said he was going to also tell you. So I assume you know, but our our friend George has been going through that, and I've been thinking about it, and it's just fucking, it's terrible. No, it's. It's, a, it's very bad. and I had like He a, hasn't been able to eat food. Like Food hasn't tasted like food for months. That would be a really tough stretch of my life. Yeah, I had it. Uh, it actually came on on Sunday. So two days ago, suddenly, I'm down to about 50% taste. Fuck. And it was never an issue whenever I was actually positive. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, the Adolphus is my favorite building in the whole city, though. And you don't need taste buds to enjoy that. That's true. I love it. You we just, just need a dick. Walk around and love it. It makes you feel like you're Nucky Thompson. And yeah. You're just enjoying a nice. I've probably even said that on here before because we we try to go once a once a year. But other than that, like I mean, I feel weird that I'm going to go do this tonight because I'm sure people are gonna you know at least the guy we're going with is gonna ask me about it. And it's just I don't know. I feel I still kind of feel like a like an alien leper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, at the point at which you've you've had uh, at least one positive. Was it multiple po- or uh, negative? I mean, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've had two negative. Four days, four so, or five days apart. You know, that's that's the medical industry telling uh, telling everyone you're safe. So Maybe I'm, I need to bring I'm, my I papers. Like, I uh, just hopped off Ellis Island or something tonight. See, I do <laughs> wonder. Like, I, you know, obviously the way that we need to adjudicate this, like in this, in the most simple fashion, is just to have mandatory mask rules. But if I were you, I think I would be pretty fucking annoyed. Oh, when you don't see, when people with no mask? No, just that you have to wear one. Oh, there's no uh, purpose to you wearing one. You know what's what's way more annoying is you know you can't give it to anyone right now. Yeah, I don't know, but I think, and I mean, I'm acting, I'm still going and doing stuff like I know. So you're probably right. But yeah, the 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 mild annoyance that I had before, whenever I would see somebody in a place of business without a mask, has now turned into um, real, real annoyed. That was real, mild annoyance. Well, I mean, I was, it was I was seeing mild. Okay, all right. Yeah, it didn't look mild. Yeah, I guess at that point, like it was really we were kind of ramping up a little bit. Maybe I don't know, but 
Uh, it, it was a great 12-hour stretch. Uh, just, the, you know, it's a real uh, illustration of the dichotomy between night Jake and day Jake. Yeah, it pisses me <laughs> off uh, for sure whenever you're in certain places because there's certain people that you can tell are doing it to prove a point. And yeah. out, out there, I feel like there's a lot of point proving. Yeah, and I you, saw a kid. You're in, willing to engage them on whether or not it's a good point. Yeah, I saw a kid in South Lake the other day. He was probably 17, and I I really wanted to be like, "Hey, little bro, I know it's all fun and games. I've been there, you know, grinding, playing <laughs> power chords." But you guys still do tech decks. But uh, you know, this sucks. And he probably would have been like, "Yeah, well, I'm 17, so it's not going to affect me any." And he would have been right, I guess. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me that I still have to wear it, you know, cause if I didn't have to wear it, then that would almost be like a scarlet letter. Yeah. You know, and people would know. Cause when we were walking, that's what you should do. You should actually just have put the a letter, letter on. sewn on your clothes or just like the, let you let everyone know you're immune, a little patch of the virus. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were walking the dog. We just walked around the, the block in the middle of the day. One of the days, whenever we were positive and I don't think you're supposed to leave your house, but we literally walked down the street, back down the street, and uh, I told her, I was like, man, I feel like this is like The Sims, and there's like a big like arrow above us, or like a big exclamation point. Yeah. And anybody that walked by, we were going to like run away, but it's weird. Definitely still foggy as hell. I got in the shower with my socks on this morning. That's a real dementia move. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. There's a lot of it that kind of feels like what I imagine dementia to feel like. If you deteriorated anymore, you'd be ready to be president of the United States. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Because um, he's not so smart. Know what I mean? So, uh, he's got the we, Regeneron. We've though. been talking about this for a while. You know, you, you've been sick uh, and you now fully recovered. Even the time you've been recovered, it's, it's been a little bit. You know, we've certainly discussed it all out. So, I feel like I've been properly respectful. And now it's time to address the thing that's on everyone's minds. What are they going to do with that open spot in the vaccine trial? Yeah, I know. I never really followed up on that. Why, why haven't you given them my contact info yet? Uh, you know what I should do instead? Like, can't I make bank on donation right now? Yeah, probably. I think I probably could. I don't know. I don't know if they need like my super cells or, or what, but how does the virus affect your sperm? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Don't really know, TC. Mm. You want to find out? <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Um, yeah, I never followed up on the trial thing. It was just one of those deals that when they told me it was going to be 30 minutes, I was kind of like, geez, that seems like a lot. <laughs> they were going to give you $700. No, they were going to give me $700 for six visits to the doctor. It was not worth it at all. That's like a uh, three-hour round trip or something I crazy. Like, yeah, well. No, here to Fort Worth is not a three-hour round trip. By the time that you get there, you have the appointment, get back, it's probably at least two. Especially Maybe. if you're going, <laughs> you okay? I'm drinking got, this uh, this LaCroix. It's yeah. uh, got carbonation. I, sabotage, I sabotaged bad you. Bad decision by me. I don't handle carbonation well. Um, time I can go for the appointment, it's going to be rush hour. You know, in the morning. I just don't need that in the morning. Plus, also, that's like the only time you're around the kid. Dude, midday's absolutely the best shift. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. Okay. But if you need to get anything in your life done, be it dentist, doctor, yeah. somebody needs to come to your house to look at something. They're like, well, we're open from noon to three. 
Well, seriously, like come on by. It doesn't. Whenever I call a place, the first thing I say is, "I'm going to have to have your first or your last." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, in that case, we have an opening five months from now." Yeah, that's the one thing about it is you got to have the first or the last. Um. So yeah, this story is a few weeks old, and but it's good. It is very good. And we haven't just hadn't had a chance to get to it since we've both been, uh, or I've been sick. and we There's been, been a lot of things going on. There really have. Come on, man. Tubin took out his wiener. He was Tubin. So Kimberly Guilfoyle, who is kind of like what you would expect to be the modern embodiment of a Republican female with some access to the levers of power if they were created in a lab. She is brunette. Which is a little bit, that throws off the Fox News uh, stereotype a little bit. But she looks incredibly fake. Her whole, her whole, but I also find her very attractive. See, that's the thing. Uh, but like in a scary way. I do want to leave, you know, I, I realize this is uh, playing into, you know, all those many charges of us being misogynist. But uh, I, this is my reaction off the bat. I don't find her attractive at all. But again, it's hard for me to tease out. Do I, do, am I ginning up the score a little bit just because she looks so mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's paid too many doctors. It feels yeah. like a trick. And I, I, my like brain's reaction is like, I'm not falling for that. Yeah. I, I, I know what's going on here. <laughs> not you want click. me to think you're hot. Uh, I'm probably not me specifically, uh, but you know, uh, the, the male race. So she was at Fox News uh, on the five. Did for great work, I a few years, and uh, she's now DJ TJ's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know that this is really judgy for sure, but I find it weird whenever people that are that age, like just our girlfriend boyfriend, for more than like a year. Yeah, and maybe I'm just upset. <laughs> I think it's weird. I think there should be a different title for yeah. once you're past 30 but not married to someone. Right. And you've been together for a few years. Yeah. So she's DJ TJ's girlfriend and uh, she was at Fox News until 2018, at which point she was, uh, you know, she said step down and she do- uh, joined the campaign. She's the campaign finance director. For the Trumps, yeah, they've uh, Everton in the family. You know, they they've got a job within the uh, within the campaign because they're kind of a work hard, play hard group. Dude, I can't, I love so much that DJ TJ just leans into the. My dad just gave me a chance. <laughs> like I would just, wouldn't you think you just keep your head down? I fucking, but there's nothing keep your head down about them. But. I just love it whenever they rip into Hunter. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what you, you see what he's doing? He's just using his father's name to make money. Silver Spoon. Who would do that? It's remarkable. I love it. I I I really think that's one of the crystallizing things about our time. Like just if if you want You're me right. to explain like what it was like, like I would just show you a clip of uh, Donald Trump Jr. being like this fucking Hunter Biden. You know what? You're right, and here's why: because we talk a lot about the hypocrisy of the party of the family and the values uh, electing grab him by the pussy guy, but there's such a there's a much smaller group of people, males in particular, although not all males, we're about to get to, that would ever actually seriously commit an assault the likes of which donald trump is accused of uh, of of committing that's a small number of people mm-hmm. the number of people who believe that they did it all on their own 
without in any way observing the context around them and not understanding that that uh, came at the expense of other people possibly, that's like 40% of the country. Yeah. No. So that's a, <laughs> that is a much, much larger... Yeah, uh, you, if you want to use the word crystallizing, that's that's why it, that's that's why that hypocrisy is, is the best God, hypocrisy. Yeah, <laughs> and in fact, we'd like to make this kind of a centerpiece of our campaign to go at the nepotism of my opponent. <laughs> um, so she joins the campaign after leaving Fox. Time it was just you know reported that she was making a move to the campaign from television, but uh, the New Yorker as well as a couple other places have some some details on the settlement that was play, uh, paid to an assistant after some allegations that were made. And uh, this was a, a Jane Mayer joint. She, she does the good stuff. Uh, Jane Mayer is going to find out some secrets about you you don't want to find out. Didn't she used to do war stuff? It seems possible. Man, I feel like she was big on the... Uh... I was thinking about it. Uh, if Biden wins, I, I'll have to see... I'll probably just buy a couple at newsstands just to uh, just to make sure. But I I bet that the New Yorker will be back free and open. I, uh, I for for people who don't uh, listen to every single episode, I used to subscribe because I really liked their stories and Fun stuff. all of them were about Trump and right. none of them were about fucking Nazi gold. <laughs> yeah, or the tunnels. Yeah, yeah, the tunnels yeah, the Paris. Paris catacombs. Yeah. Uh, and if they, if we can get back to, uh, reporting out, uh, what happened to Earl sweatshirt whenever he disappeared, then I think I would be willing to climb back aboard. That was a good one. It was. Although maybe this is a complete other topic, but this is kind of what we do before we get back to Jane or, uh, Kim Guilfoyle getting her, her, uh, thighs massaged by a Dartmouth grad. Just real quick. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna go away. Yeah, no, you're probably right, but it's not going to go away everywhere. I'm certainly with you. I, I, but it seems possible, not guaranteed, which is why I said I'd buy a couple on newsstands first. But it seems possible that the New Yorker people specifically could wake up and be like, "Let's get back to fucking uh, Polish people finding hills full of Nazi gold." <laughs> Maybe I just I have this feeling that. A lot of people are going to be really disappointed, probably myself included, just because we've been talking about how bad we just want it to go away and and not have everything be about something related to politics every day. But so long as like we're still headed towards this uh, like revolutionary level of income inequality, yeah, I don't know. I still feel like a few people. Are you don't feel be... like Joe's going to turn that around? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh shucks. So this story is obviously. But what happened? But look at his record as vice president. Yeah, it didn't really work either. Oh no! It, it got really worse work. during that it time. It might have got worse. Yeah. Jeez, man. Uh, this uh, this story is lurid and and interesting. Got some sexy deets because it's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Let's just lay the cards on the table here. I've read a million details about Charlie Rose making women come work at his apartment. Yeah. If they want a job, and then he's laying there naked with a. A dish towel on his and dick. And you've done seven thousand teacher sex stories, right? How I, many so of much them I were they doing. male teachers? Right, none, <laughs> zero, none. Completely stopped doing those. And I don't even do female ones now. To the point in tech, you know, unless there's something like great about it, like they were the the head coach's wife or something, I'll still do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're human. But uh, yeah, the details are are pretty great. Yeah, she had a she had a female assistant. By great, I would, mean horrible. <laughs> she would uh, regularly, 
you know, like have like, you know, come meet her at the, like, that's crazy to me. That like, as a work function, you would have to go to the personal home of one of your like, uh, bosses. Like I've never been to a boss's house. I would like to keep up that string. Dude, this happens to women a lot. That's terrible. And cause I had, I dated a girl many years ago that, uh, in one of her first internships, like went to lunch or something. I don't think it was like the biggest boss there, but like her direct. And he pretty much just like, he was like, yeah, I got to go to my house to get my dry cleaning. And he was just like, come on, you know? And you're like 20, 21 or something. <sighs> so I, I think it happens. I know, yeah. Whatever. But uh, that is a basic thing. I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that this happens to people, but it seems fucking weird it's to me. It's very weird. Um, and, like, I would say that her job is not, like, super analogous to mine, but, like, it is media entertainment kind of things. It's not like she's a fucking stockbroker. Yeah, what does she have? Like, a production suite at her home? There's yeah. no chance. Yeah. Um, so, she'd be hanging out at the house, and then uh, Kim would just pop out nude. Mm-hmm. And would show a lot of, uh, like, uh, pictures of former boyfriend's cocks. Yeah. But then... Uh, appears to have a little private collection of viewer cocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, too. <laughs> that uh, men who enjoy Fox News will just be like, man, that lady on the five, I bet she wants to see my dick. <laughs> and it turns out, she's like, hell yeah, tight yeah. dick player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you yeah. just save them up and be like, hey, you want to see this? Look at this. It's huge. Yep. Yep. Uh, encouraging her to sleep with male colleagues. By the way, um, are you familiar with what the uh, the other gentleman that uh, the accuser who she worked for, Eric Bowling? You know him? Uh, not not tremendously well. I know he worked at Fox. I mean, he looks like this. You okay. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looks exactly like every you know old man roid freak he's he's got a little he's cut out of the bongino <laughs> yes yes cloth a little bit yeah um if bongino wouldn't be willing to be my dad i would settle for bowling. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of like you know it's a lot of basically and I, and i was reading this thinking about like what's the the psychology behind it i think it's older woman and she's not that old she's like 51 mm, um not young trying to intimidate younger woman by letting her know, like, hey, I definitely still, I fuck. Yeah. I got pictures. Why don't you come on out here and massage my nude body to let you know still how much of a woman I am? She certainly felt threatened yeah. by, you know, I mean, like, whenever you're that age, like, I, you could feel it the entire time. You're like, you know, I am not anyone's idea of uh, sexual prowess. Although, uh, if you are, TC at it's just banter.com. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you could still feel that whenever you're a young person, that, like, old people, like, I don't threaten might not be the word. Like they're not jealous of like your whole thing, but there's like a certain like keen I mean, you know, I don't need yeah. to explain this too much. Everyone who's ever been 20 understands it. And uh that that uh, dynamic was certainly quite present here. She dated Gavin Newsom, huh? Married to. Married to. Uh, that led me to <laughs> read uh Gavin Newsom's entire Wikipedia page. It hit me. <laughs> I really did. Uh so his dad was like the uh lawyer for getty like the getty oil getty and his dad was like a fucking crazy man that like died penniless or something like that like that like whenever i saw like oh he was he was getty's lawyer like this guy must have uh had everything handed to him 
But uh, it turns out, you know, the dad seems unstable enough. But because of the whole deal, uh, one like one of Getty's sons is like his best friend and bankrolled like every single venture that he's ever had. And he came up as like a successful San Francisco businessman who then, you know, ran for the city council, became mayor. So Got an Eli so Cash situation. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the family. He's, he's the Eli Cash. California of the, uh, of the Getty Oil <laughs> thing. Yeah, no, and I, you know, uh, his his current day work is uh, fine, I guess. I'm, I'm not going to... Gavin? Yeah, I'm not going to get, like, uh, incensed about it, but his entire record, like, before then, he was always like the, I'm the business Democrat. Right. I mean, like, the number one pressing problem in California, in my opinion, I don't live there, you know, but... Uh, in my opinion, is the the housing stuff, and he seems to have some well, legitimate desire more, to solve that. Pressing it might be fire, <laughs> okay, but if, not yeah. immediately pressing the housing. But but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I do. There's no uh, pro fire governors. <laughs> no, but <laughs> there are plenty of pro NIMBY governors. I would say all of them uh, up to this point in California. So, what's NIMBY? You know, not in my backyard. You're, oh. not, you're not building that in my backyard. You Dude, got any other acronyms you want to know? You are just killing us with this political operative stuff today. <laughs> you got like, any others? I feel like all those are pretty standard. Dude. Do you have any others? Uh, you know, NIMBY. just keep going. Dude, he's a classic centrist NIMBY. I mean, we've also got Yimby. You're in my backyard? Yes, in my backyard. That's, Build all you want, dude. That's not as sexy. I'm sorry. It's it's all I got. So is like welcoming Amazon here, but having them pay no taxes a Yimby? Uh, no, I mean, how do you do it? It's Yimby? more about housing. It's oh. it's just people. I mean, you know, I I, I am a bit of a Yimby, Jake. Uh, I think that upzoning is is good policy. Dave, ladies and gentlemen, he hit you with another one. <laughs> upzoning's not an acronym. <laughs> no, but it's still just the jargon machine gun <laughs> clip is about to be empty. Like I said, I need a new hobby. So if I'm successful a year from now, we'll be talking this way about chess. I don't really give a shit about chess. I don't know why I give that as an example. I want to. <laughs> I know I do too, but uh, I, I, do you I, think I, chess, I don't like playing it at all. Do you think it's the top ranked thing? Like let's rank the things that people want to be into, but never are. And I, I know an instinct would be guitar, but guitar you can figure out in like a month. That's not true. I mean, you can figure it out enough to be passable. I tried for longer than a month. You can figure out like your basic, you know, I can play six chords. It. And dude, I could do that right now. I know. I picked it up the other day and Go was like, holy shit, I still know how to Where do damn it. Where is it, dude? It's uh, over in the corner. And now that we got the video, we can get <laughs> a good little concert. Yeah. Hop <laughs> on Tickle the Ivories. <laughs> uh, I think guitar, a lot of people say like, oh, I want to do that. But a lot, there's a higher conversion rate. Like, I think a lot higher percentage of people do it than chess. Foreign language is probably right there with chess. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, you think of fitness, but, like, I think a decent number of that people actually different. do get into, like, at least a it's decent not really workout. Like a, I mean, like, it is a hobby, but it's not, it's, it's not the same thing as chess. Like, chess and guitar, like, it, that feels different than working. Guy who says, uh, gonna read a book a month. Yeah, dude. That never happened. That's an extremely low hit rate. I need to just stop buying them. Extremely low. I just keep buying them, and then I get mad at myself that I haven't read them, and so, I know whenever I'm buying them that I'm not going to read them. I need to just realize that I'm not literate. I had the idea the other day, because this is how I've done this with my email before. I've done it with links. I'm just going to take every single book in this house to half price books in the next week or two, and I'm going to buy one book. 
Okay. And in the event I finish when that you're book, done with that book, you'll take it back. I you'll buy, buy one more. Book? Even if I don't take it back, maybe I'll add it to, <laughs> to the to the shelf. But I'm not going to have a second book here. That's going to be the deal. That's the deal I made with you the day I walked in here and bought the football team <laughs> is one book at a time because otherwise... How bad are you hurting that you can't play Jerry telling him to shut up? Uh, it's a, it's, it chaps my ass, as my dad would say, because we used to get Jerry in the locker room, you know, every single weekend. Does he get, not do it anymore? No. That's the thing. Because of COVID? Yeah. We're completely dry and bereft of Jerry audio. Nobody... There's no media in the room. Yeah. So like... This whole thing is important. You think he just tells the players what he thinks? No. <laughs> he just calls some of the backups around so he can still do it? It sucks, man. It sucks bad. Because he's had a couple heaters in the last couple weeks, and I can't do anything with him. But anyway, somehow we started talking about we chess. We can hear. We can hear. No, we can't. Uh, we were talking about Kimberly Guilfoyle primarily. I don't remember exactly how we got to chess. But uh, so... Uh, you know, she does all this stuff, showing the dicks to the intern all the time, showing the, uh, you know, her, her, uh, large breasts to the, uh, <laughs> to the, the, the assistant. And, um, and I, we, we said she shares this assistant with their Eric Bowling. And like, that was definitely a stretch of the article that was like very well done. Like, you know, really uh, brought it out, but, you know, it, <laughs> fucking depressing. Just like the quotes from people who, like, worked at Fox and, like, didn't really have a dog in this hunt as far as we could tell. Um, and uh, we're just like, yeah, they broke that woman. She uh, she just showed up here loving the news. Now Loving the news. <laughs> now she just cries herself to sleep every goddamn night. And, like, I have no doubt. Because she accused him of uh, harassment as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he probably did it. <laughs> and uh, she was, I think she got like, what, $4 million? Yeah, yeah. But uh, there, it's just interesting, like the way that uh, Mayer kind of, I like the way that she handled, clearly there'd been like a lot of, a lot of information on both sides. Like that, that Guilfoyle, I mean, part of what she highlights here is that Guilfoyle was pretty instrumental in attempts to, you know, ultimately failed attempts to make things right for Roger Ailes whenever he was accused of assault. Like, yeah. You know, she was leading the charge of like, I'm a woman. I worked for him. He's nothing but respectful. I think that this bitch is lying. Uh, Why would he, how could you say he hates women if he has all these hot women around like me? <laughs> That's what she was telling reporters. Yep. And um, so, you know, you know that she's like aware of how media manipulation usually runs. And just reading the story, you can tell that like she's had her lieutenants like going after Jane Mayer being like, you know, this girl, she's wild. Like uh, this, this assistant, you're going to have some, you know, 24 year old that doesn't even know where she is. I you mean, should do some compromise. <laughs> yeah. You look into her. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, but the amount of like, so she's getting all that, but she writes it with like full confidence that like all, cause I mean, listen, I get it. Like whenever we talk about it this way uh, of like, clearly they're running an operation. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, easy enough not to believe them. But like, if you're sitting there and they're a person and you're like, it would not be a good template for a reporter to just like write off things that people told them that were relevant to the story that they're right. writing, you know, like they contradict your, yeah. Yeah. Like I think that she has some duty to take this seriously unless she has clear evidence otherwise. And the amount of clear evidence otherwise produced is fairly staggering. 
Like none of these things is she just like taking the girl's word for it. Like she's always like, like, you know, it's a lot of love, like, uh, friends at the time confirm this kind of stuff. Right. But, like the, the, she has just a, a ton of corroboration to like make like the amount of stuff she found to make it clear what was going on. I found to be impressive. Yeah, it is. And <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if maybe it's the, like, do you ever think and it's that- just hilarious? Like how she does it. Cause it'll be like, uh, you know, the girl said that, uh, Kim would just walk around tits out and, uh, mayor will be like, this was confirmed by numerous other Fox employees who saw the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the tiniest little thing, not like, uh, some huge financial crime. Yeah. Do you ever think that, and I kind of just thought of this, so I don't even know if I believe it, but do you ever think that it's possible that in 2020 reporting is actually a lot better than it was like we all pine for the days of Woodward and Bernstein, but yeah. Yeah. Like no, I, I almost <laughs> think, you know, cause that's certainly not what the average person would say. And maybe it's more that I'm saying the reality to the perception are further apart than they have been in a long time. Cause like you just had the general, nobody trusts the news, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, man. I feel like now on a lot of these stories, like they go to the ends of the earth to basically make sure you can't disp- And it doesn't fucking matter, by the way. I was blown away by the New York Times' tax investigation stuff. It was incredible. They did like three episodes of the Daily on it. I then went and read most of the reporting on it. It is like the most meticulous reporting that you're going to see, and nobody cares. <laughs> it didn't make a dent at all. It was fascinating to read. It definitely changed my opinion of like what I thought of his financial situation. Um, it had to have taken thousands and thousands of man hours, and nobody cares. You know, I but mean, it was very, very well done. And I think that's there's a not general true. Like a ton just of a general idea that care, it's like, oh, we just say whatever. But like, it didn't change any minds. But like, I, I don't think that that's really the standard to judge it by. Like, it's not the New York Times's job to win and lose elections. Like, you know, because you know that it's not that nobody cared. Like, you know, plenty of people, you're well aware, read that and got very incensed. And, you know, the New York Times subscriber base probably had never seen such red meat in their entire lives. Uh, so Maybe I, that's true. It's just who's reading what you're writing. It just, it seems like there's a general idea that, oh, the media is just running and gunning willy-nilly these days. And I don't, I mean, obviously there are outlets like that, but... I think yeah, they're no, pretty I, good I, at their job these days. I mean, I would say that the true answer is just that it's different. You know, like some things are better, <laughs> some things are worse. Uh, the presence of something like Fox makes it so that you will never have like a Richard Nixon 10% approval kind of situation again. Uh, and I, I would say that's a negative effect of the current media landscape. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I definitely think that, uh, you know, like, I mean, just... The decline of local journalism fucking sucks. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways in which it is very negative. But like, how many of those people just blew at their job and like still had thousands of people reading them all the time because they couldn't get to anything else? And yeah, you know? it's a really weird. Uh, we don't have time for this, but I always thought it was kind of weird that this is a line of work where a lot of times people. There's a a weird stair-stepping of your professional skills that sometimes don't always line up with the next step. So, you know, there are people that were really good, like copy editors, 
And they never really took like a, a class on <laughs> society or politics or history or government, but they were very good with grammar. Yeah. And if they just didn't get fired, yeah, that like 30 years later, they could be making very important news decisions and value judgments. Yeah. The likes of which they don't really have the underpinnings. To, now, I'm not saying the answer is to have the news run by academics. I don't know what the answer is, but... Well, then what'd you get the degree for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just always thought that was a little bit weird. That a lot of times people who end up, whether it's in management positions or just in leadership positions, they got there not by exhibiting anything remotely approaching the skills that they're going to need to do the job they've been promoted to. And, the, and I know, think that's a huge part of the news media in general because you'll talk to people and you're like... You're just really good at talking on camera, but you don't really know anything. <laughs> the re- like the reverse is also true about bosses sometimes. Of like that, that if it's if it's just that you know you've been to school to learn how to manage people, but you haven't tried to do what we're doing for a second in your life. That's also that's very true. Yeah. So you know, I don't I don't know what the compromise or what the uh, the the correct solution is because you know in some instances you're probably really excited that. This person who never went to management school in their life uh, does have, you know, vibes with you in the right way, um, you know, because like they've they've been where you've been. But, yeah, you know, it depends. Well, uh, do you want to save Borat? I don't know how long we've gone. I don't want to. I don't want to be too long to baseball. I was going to tell you one other quick story. I mean, we we could go another ten minutes easily. Um, People can now look at their podcast app right. and see if we're, if I were correct about that. Now we're right in the middle here. Um, if you want to make it 15, we can make it. Let's talk about Borat, dude. Okay. It's, it's uh, you know, certainly by next Tuesday, it'll be old news. So I think the first thing is, if there are people who have not seen the Ali G show, you need to fix that right now. And I was under the uh, impression that that was basically right there with Chappelle. Where even pe- a lot of people that haven't seen Chappelle, Jake. I know, but like I was talking to Blake, and I think Blake's like twenty eight, and he's obsessed with the Chappelle show, mm-hmm. even though it was definitely not yeah. on when he was, you know, or it was on when he was way too young, probably to get it or to to watch it. Yeah, I think the Ali G show is right there with that, and he's never seen an episode. He's seen the Borat movie. That's too bad. I don't believe Mino had seen uh, many Ali G episodes, if any. He just knew him from the YouTube clips that we put in opens. It is, but that is a fine way to consume them at this point. It probably is. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to find them all if you don't. Yeah. Um, but I think it should be said that I don't think they're really even the same genre. Like Borat, the sketches that he did on Ali G and Borat 1 and Borat 2, the movie, like should not... I think that's part of the problem for me too is I watch it and I'm like, this is funny, but it's nothing close to campaigning with James Broadwater. <laughs> door to door like that's some of the funniest things and sketches i've ever seen and then i watched this borat because it's the same costume and the same wig and i'm like this is funny but it's nothing like those other things because you're saying the first borat's not, i feel like the first borat is like it the first borat it's pretty m- fucking great it's more like it it's more like it i watched like half of it stone the other night and but, it was uh i, I have no complaints no but notes. they are still both mockumentaries with a narrative plot to them and a at some level only because like, you're forcing them to in the first one like they don't really want to tell that story they just want to go around and do this stuff and 
long form. So I enjoyed this, but I think it should be said that to say this is not as funny as whenever no one knew who he was 15 or 12 years ago. Well, of course not. It's literally impossible. The way they handled that, I felt like was clever enough. You know, the costumes. Yeah, yeah. Just and like just making like having a reason within the movie that he's in costume. You know, like it. I think that everyone, you know, I mean, certainly my reaction was whenever they said they had a second one, is like, oh, well, it's going to be dog shit. They've, uh, you know, everyone knows who he is. Like, who's going to be surprised by the man on the street that, you know, is like one of the most famous characters in the world. But, uh, you know, they, they acknowledged it in the film and found a way around it. Um, do you, so I don't, I don't even want to do this because I hate whenever people are like, that's you're, fake. You're about to go... See, this is what I want to talk about. You're about to go r slash relationships. What? Oh, the, the people always say that they're fake. Yeah. yeah. It makes me mad. Yep. Uh, the, the guys that take him into the house. The QAnon guys? Yeah. Okay. So, I, I watched an interview that he did. Uh, he, saw, he clears this up? Well, he said... He was talking to Good Morning America. Uh-huh. And he said in the movie that part- because like just within them watch it like they're watching like they're just on the computer and then he's like oh my god that's my daughter how do you set that up okay up to if that it's point, not staged that's the part that even though I'd already watched the interview and was expecting it it still threw me for a bit of a, a loop he said in the interview he was like look in this movie there's a lot of people that I met that were still very welcoming to me and even though they have views that I and a lot of people would find abhorrent. And he's like, in this case, I would say there were two QAnon guys who let me into their home and let me stay with them for a couple days. They're really good people. They just got mixed up in some really harmful conspiracy theories. Like he pointed them out as real people. So to the other point of how do you pull it off? I got in a debate with uh, Soroy about this the other day. By the way, yeah, uh, I watch it with, with my wife who she's, she thinks none of it's real. Oh, it's, uh, it's a, why is that a reference? None of it. She's like, I didn't really enjoy that. Not a single thing in there was real. And I said... Oh, I know that's not true. You have to know. Because you know what I did the second that, that uh, the Macy Chanel came up? Is I Google or I uh, looked up her Instagram page. Uh, we have a mutual. Did I already tell you this? It's Michael. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know that's real. No, you did not tell me, but I... Um, yeah, Vegas Mike knows that that lady. And, uh, you know, I, that, that, that happened. She's not playing... Uh, so I think... People are underselling, and I'm not saying like I've worked on a TV show or anything, but you talk to enough people who do this and you figure out how they scout and how they produce. And I think all you have to say is we're filming a reality TV show about, in this case, a foreign guy who comes to the United States. We're going to have to do some coaching just like in any reality show. I think if you watch it and think about it like a reality show, which is not real, but yeah, it's certainly but they directed. Have producers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they tell you like, hey, can you maybe move this over here? Can we shoot that? Dude, they say, can we shoot that again in reality shows a hundred times an episode? Yeah. So they're not actors. They don't have necessarily a script, but they are being coached, produced, directed. And yeah, I think if like you think the, of it that way, almost all of it could be considered real. The uh, the the like uh, Hillary Blood Boy stuff, you know, of like saying that uh, there's a chemical produced when people like uh, experience panic, and that uh, Hillary's just getting that stuff mass made uh, by like torturing children so that she can just chug it. Um, that's like some of the most interesting stuff I've seen on camera. If that's what they like legitimately think. We talked about it. But like, if it's not, you know, like if it's just like, this is a planted line, 
then you know now i don't give a shit at all and like i think it would have been easy enough i know that there are people like uh i know that there are people who suspect that everyone else actually thinks the the hillary blood boy stuff but like i see i see a lot more like people making fun of that idea than i see people seriously looking at a camera and being like this is what's going on and you guys need to expose the truth out there i'm not saying there's none of it but Male you know, lady gets a lot more on of one than the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so I think you just you scour for a QAnon a group, you find two people, you research them, somehow figure out that they I don't know. I think there's a way to be like, even to say, we want him to come stay with QAnon people to learn about this interesting part of American culture. Now we're sitting here and you say, tell him some of the things that you believe. Yeah, and I don't. They start, yeah, no. If they if they like were like uh, that that take didn't work, do it again. But it's what the guy actually believes. I'm in. I care. Yeah. Like it's fasc- fascinating shit. If it's uh, you know, if it's an actor that's paid that doesn't think any of that, and Sasha Baron Cohen just wrote things for him to say, I don't think. Then it's I an have actor no fucking paid. interest. I don't think it's somebody who's got like a SAG card or who will appear on IMDb. I think it's like a. I mean, even like just the fucking guy that was walking through where they were like, "Hey, read this," you know. What, what do you mean? Uh, like, uh, like not that he was walking through the house, but just like that they grabbed oh, someone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's an actor, actor, but I'm just, um, I, I just want to know: Did that guy legitimately believe all those things? I could be convinced that he did. Yeah, I, I'm not I've, saying that he doesn't. And I don't know. I'm just I saying that's say, a pretty important question to me as far as whether or not that scene is yeah. entertaining or enlightening or whatever. And the scene where they go to the park with them. Obviously, they had to coach those guys. They had to say, like, "Hey, part of the reality show is he's going to find his daughter." So you need to go talk to her. The reaction to that song is 100% real. And uh, and probably more shocking than the Giuliani stuff. And that was... Uh, <laughs> it was out there a while back, right? Well, um, just that's that's a... He's he's redoing the... Like the throw, throw the Jew down the well. That's the same music? In my country, there's problem. No, but it's the same thing. Right. Like where he's up on stage like and, you know, starts off with like a... Like it's so great because he's like uh, the the first the first of the down the well thing is uh, in my country there is problem uh, and the, the problem is transportation so <laughs> he's like, like throw transportation down the well uh, building and then he then in the yeah. second verse in my country there is problem yeah 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 uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. okay okay so the like at the debutante like ball. We like, can say Jewish, by the way. Yeah, I think on this podcast, I, I know on your show you beep it out. It was just because of the way the guy said it. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. He said it in, before <laughs> like another curse word. I know and what it you're just saying. sounded so violent. I know what you're saying, but but to hear you bleep the word Jewish, it I was think the, the way FCC he said would let you. <laughs> There's no way you could say it where it's a curse word. It was like I'm gonna kill you, you you effing. J piece of like that was not well then just curse out effing and piece of shit i don't know there was when you're making threats of violence including the ethnicity feels yeah possibly dicey uh like the ball do you think all those people were real the ball like at the debutante thing uh yeah so do i (laughs) so do you think there's anybody okay here's the most controversial one then the guy who helps him nail the box closed that's a great question (laughs) Okay, because I'll tell you this. I think so. I'll tell you this. Kind of like just looking at it like I don't know. You give him money. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yes, all right. The guy who sells the cages. Too old for this shit. That guy's real. <laughs> yeah. 
That a hundred percent. You've bought a cage from him. You can just tell by the way that. I mean, I, it's all just feel, I guess. But see, so, that's how I felt about the box guy. How many gypsies? He's like, well, I guess however many are in the van. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that guy's dead serious, and he doesn't care to delve into the morality of what Borat is asking him or what John yeah, Chevrolet is asking. <laughs> I'm here to sell these, and uh, that's about it. I'm gonna sell them. But the guy who's like <laughs> actually sees a, a a woman jump out of the box and then is like, "No, we're gonna nail her back in here." I mean, that's a pretty easy. Like, uh, really, based on the look on his face, I don't even think they did that. Uh, but you, they, that's a easy. Like, hey, we're filming a reality show. She's not actually going in a box, dude. But the the that felt like a very genuine look on his face to me i just i i think that most of them i really don't have suspicions about the vast majority of uh those kinds of things it's just the one where he's staying with the guys a couple days yeah like if that if that's another thing of like if they actually were like yeah you know met this guy uh on the street and he said he needed a place i mean like that's a beautiful story like that that these people like you know they've got whatever beliefs that they profess but like in their hearts they love their fellow man, and when they see him hurting, they uh, they don't say no. I, I would like to believe that that is the case, and if I learn that it wasn't, that it's actually just a movie trick, I'm going to be pissed off. Now, it's probably somewhere in between, because they can see the camera crew behind him, and so they probably were like, you want to come over to our house, and you're going to make me on TV? Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I, again, I think they probably had prepped those guys up. Um, like, for example, yes, he definitely actually showed up at CPAC. And he got through, and I've heard him in that interview, he talked about how he got it all done. That's amazing, dude. He was in that bathroom for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, putting on the Trump costume, because it, yeah. it's very convincing. Yeah, and like waiting until the moment was right. He also um, said that they wanded him on his way in, and it had the mic, and he said he had a pacemaker. And then whenever they wanded him down here, he was like, well, it's the wire. He's like, I just have to... So when he got kicked out of CPAC, they never even asked for his ID. So like, they just kicked him out. Yeah. But I don't think that in the middle of that speech, Mike Pence actually stopped down and like turned towards him. And I don't think that happened. I think they took another clip of Pence looking that way. Do they not have that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying is I don't think, I feel like you would have known if like in the middle of that speech, there was actually a disturbance that caused Pence to, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I definitely think he was there. I mean, I did not watch all of Mike Pence's CPAC speech. But you're just saying if there had been something. I yeah. don't know, dude. I feel like there's just a lot of crazy shit going on with all of them that some stuff gets through the cracks. I mean, that's what we're doing here. How many major stories have we uh, followed on this podcast that have not been featured widely elsewhere? Just crack team. I know. Uh, and then the last thing is just the the Rudy thing. You know, I mean, it's really bad, but I don't, I think it's really bad in the sense of it's obvious that Rudy Giuliani is a hundred percent trying to make a pass at every single young reporter that seems even halfway interested. Yeah. Just the, you know, I, I I mean, and you, I didn't need to see that scene to think that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I would have like suspected him that much. I would say that I, he's a, he's a deviant dude. (laughs) I know, but like, I I don't, I don't, I don't think it's fair to say like, well, I think he's shitty in this area and this area. So I'm just going to automatically assume that he's the worst possible incarnation of like, you know, whatever in in every single thing. But I don't know. I'm Uh, saying like one of the things that makes him shitty is sex stuff. 
Yeah, I know, but it's not like you have other instances of him, you know, betting 24-year-old reporters. No, it's just the general, like, super teed up, like, wife, mistress, wife, mistress, wife, mistress. Oh, I forgot. Cousin, wife, mistress, cousin, wife, That's mistress, right. cousin. You know, I just think uh, he's... He just, now, that has been my favorite thing, because uh, I, I tweeted about it, and then, uh, then, then a couple days later, Philip retweeted my tweet, and in both instances, got people coming out of the woodwork to be like, so a man wants to have sex with a woman, huh? Oh, yeah. And uh, I just, I'm just waiting for it, because I'm just uh, hitting them with the, all right, cool, you think that's all right? What about the cousin thing? <laughs> They're like, oh, Google. <laughs> they won't. They, no one's come back to me. No one's, no one's ready to defend the cousin thing. Well, one guy's going to be like, he didn't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, uh, you know, he didn't realize they were a cousin whenever they met whenever they were fucking less than one year <laughs> old. A family reunion. <laughs> I just thought she was there <laughs> through another reason. So uh, here's my ender for you. Okay. The other day, I told you I got in, uh, in the shower with my socks on today, right? <laughs> you did? I'm going to give you a COVID brain update every time we talk. I'm happy to, happy to receive it. Um, I guess it was Sunday. One night this weekend, we ordered pho. Yeah, it's cold outside. Get yourself some. Oh, you're gonna buzz the lens. Yeah, get a little. Uh, not a fall guy. Uh, it's kind of like vegetables and stuff, right? You don't have to. It's soup. Yeah, I just do like the broth, the meat, extra noodles, and tons of spice. I think everyone knows soup's not that good. Oh my god! I did see someone. Uh, That's your worst fucking opinion of all time i did see someone tweet that they wish they could eat soup for every meal and i, was I would like, eat it. i would absolutely I, I know it's someone that you don't know but i wanted to like be like i should introduce you guys we had uh, a soup last night i mean it's really more of a stew green chili uh turkey and uh tomorrow night will be a nice tortellini soup you know you're gonna be going around Saturday the ballpark night. tonight looking for soup i might Where's the soup stand, sir? <laughs> you guys, not the fucking depression, Mac. Can move you, on. Can you give me a uh, a small batting helmet full of some minestrone, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I would but, eat it. And you're calling Rudy a deviant? Um, uh, they won't do the batting helmet. I'm just going to let you know that right now. COVID, why not? COVID killed the batting helmet. Oh man! All uh, food has to be served in a closed container. So, I think it was. I think my wife might have heated hers up as leftovers uh, the next day. And it was, she did the very annoying move of, she put it on the top of the trash, but you know, it was full. Mm -hmm. And typically I'm just a bag it up, take it out. We actually got into a fight about this on the station last week where Corby was like, no, you just mash it down. He's like, just keep mashing. Take as much uh, room up in there as you can before you have to take it out. So I hear Corby in my head. I'm like, yeah, you just, just mash it down. And I think it was already like starting to get rainy and nasty so you don't outside. Mash it down? I mean, I mash a little bit, but I'm not going to... Don't, don't wanna, pack in that bad boy. I don't want to get a bunch of trash on my hands. No, you got to you gotta find whatever thing you're throwing away that's kind of like a large surface, like an Amazon box. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I don't know if you recycle boxes. We recycle boxes, Of course yeah. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, kind of put a box at the top thing so your hands bon not, touching, not touching the trash. And, uh, you know... So I tried that. Yeah. So, uh, COVID brain, Monday morning, raining, freezing rain outside, uh, and no contacts in. Mm. Went in there, uh, and I don't even remember what I was trying to throw away, but it was something small. Like a uh, 
breakfast bar wrapper or something to put that in there and i was like damn this thing is full it needs to go out but i'm like ah, it needs to be pushed down took a paper plate that was on the uh counter that's a good one paper plate yeah and it was used from the night before surprise no one threw that away i took it and i tried to mash and i guess like with full hulk smash uh i put the paper plate through the top of the remaining leftover pho. Uh -huh. Now, she had eaten all the meat and the noodles and the vegetables, but it was about half full of just broth. Yeah. And I just punched down through it to try to shove it down, and it just juiced me. <laughs> like You got soup hand. I got broth on my face. <laughs> face, arm is uh, my whoop. My whoop was covered in broth. <laughs> Not the whoop. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> and I was just standing there like early Monday morning. Oh, and I'm like, Jesus. I'm covered in broth. I've got to take another shower. Which is basically gasoline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can't. No, I think you got a shower at that Oh, point. yeah, right away. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. you walk off like, you yeah, don't even like try yeah. to wipe it. Yeah. Just a horrible, horrible <laughs> incident of trash smash. That's wonderful. All right, let's go uh, use some baseball. Yeah. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.